What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Barstool Podcast. I'm your host, Juan Contreras. And in irregular fashion, my co-host, my right-hand man, is Dustin Sclafani. I am here. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I could uh, help fill in. Yeah, so actually, um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into that. And it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, and there's so much, like stuff to unpack about this and uh yeah i want to address you guys and address you know everyone who's listening um what's going on so but like on behalf of orlando and myself we're extremely happy and extremely grateful that uh you you know stood up to the plate and and were able to you know kind of fulfill his position for a little bit you know and and you know, keep the podcast going because that honestly was one of our biggest issues that we're having, and it's currently in the works to get that figured out. I just want to say right off the bat, Orlando is coming back. He will be back actually on on our next episode to address what is going on and you know give a little bit more insight on his side. But um, yeah, man, just from Orlando and I, thank you so much because one of the one of the things that I absolutely did not want is for this podcast to die because of his absence. Yeah, no, I, I, you approached me about it and I talked to both you guys and it was like, I had so much fun the last few times that I was on and stuff like that. And it was like, why won't I come over and have a couple of drinks and yeah. fucking shoot the shit with you? It's like, exactly. Oh, twist my arm here about yeah. this. Like, it's going to be awesome. I love this dude. And honestly, man, like there was no better fit. Because Orlando and I had been talking about this because it, I mean, obviously we haven't been releasing content as regularly as we normally do. Mm -hmm. And we had been talking about what this means for the podcast. And we talked about different options and there was so much going on within our discussion of, you know, where we should go, what direction we should take to make sure that this, this thing stays alive. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the options that we came across was how about we find a temporary substitute to fill in your place as my co-host for the time being because long term is Orlando's going to move to the area, which makes it a hundred times easier for us to record on a regular basis and do much more extravagant episodes like what you saw in in the beginning of you know the early early days of the podcast and we do a lot more traveling Mm -hmm. it just became so much harder yeah you guys camping episodes the barbershop episode barbershop uh um the the hiking episode Mm -hmm. yeah um, all these different things that we used to do uh the salt lake episode things like that oh yeah we we really kind of stretched to to do those on our last couple adventures just because it becomes not just a logistics nightmare, but like a financial issue. Mm-hmm. It becomes a, a time and schedule issue because I, I, since we've started this, Orlando and I have had such drastically different schedules, mm-hmm. personal life and work, you know, work schedules that, you know, trying to make these two things match at one point or another throughout a month. It's kind of a nightmare, man. Yeah, oh yeah, I could, I could imagine. 
Yeah, no, so but I'm I'm really glad to be here. I'd say I'll keep his seat warm for him until yeah, uh, exactly. I move back to the other side of the table. Yeah, man, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to have you and and we we Orlando and I had discussed like a couple different uh, options as far as uh, a substitute co-host, and I feel like. No other guest that we have had on the podcast has had the same. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nothing against any of the other guests we have on the podcast. I'm just better than all of them. But you have shared the same enthusiasm for the show. Oh, yeah. As no one else. Like I love it. It's it's fun. It is extremely it's fun. It's just fun. Like there's There's no reason to look for an excuse, but having a podcast... As an excuse to hang out with your friends <laughs> and meet new people is pretty fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just fun. Like, yeah. literally, like, literally coming over here today, getting ready, I was, like, giddy and excited. Yeah. I was like, oh, I got to go film the podcast today. Yeah, like, dude, I, no, was just, no I was just pumped, like, all morning. I was just, like, looking forward to this, like, for my whole day. I was just been yeah. like, hell yeah, I get to go over. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's so, it's going to be so sick. And not saying that once Orlando comes back that you're not going to have a, a, you know, a position. Yeah. And, and. I mean, you're always going to be, you know, part of the Broken Barstool family, of course. But Yeah, I'll fight him for the seed. It's yeah, fine. dude, I know. <laughs> dude, he's a shrimp, dude. Whoop his ass. Dude, easy pickings. Easy pickings. <laughs> easy pickings. Dude, that could be an episode. I, I know. Could, I could just fight Orlando in your backyard, <laughs> and the winner gets the seed. Dude, we get another belt, a yeah. child's belt, <laughs> and you guys fight for it. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down 100%. Just fat guy wrestling in your backyard. We could like sell tickets to it or something. I feel like this house is made for it. Dude. Yeah. I feel like I bought this house to wrestle fat guys in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that would be hysterical. Yeah, man. But anyway, so since you know we've kind of addressed it, and I'm looking forward to you know having Orlando come back on and um, and share his his side of it and really kind of give the listeners the full 360 view of what was going on within uh, the broken bar stool and our personal lives. And it's, it's been nothing short of a roller coaster ride, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like even for you, like aside from uh, starting to be my Mm co-host and like our personal lives have been a little bit fucking a little bit fucking crazy uh, yeah uh new jobs changing jobs yeah uh, career paths career paths just and then and then like you were saying scheduling wise with orlando not being in the area and stuff like that i mean hell just in the last like three weeks like i've been mm-hmm. out of town for like the last like three weekends in a Dude, row yeah. and stuff like that it's summer now so of course like yeah wanting to travel more and exactly like, taking advantage like there's there's trying to find that balance between your work life and your personal life and like mm-hmm. uh from family and friends and other obligations and stuff yeah. it's it's it, get, it can get messy mm-hmm. pretty quick yeah but one of the things dude that i wanted to talk about was uh the whole electrician thing mm, yeah because uh, something that we, I, I think we touched on in, in previous episodes, um, was that I had left my previous career, which was uh, an automotive technician and, um, decided to jump into a new career field, which would be, uh, the electrical field. And I would, well, I currently am an electrical apprentice, uh, same as you. Yeah, same. 
And actually, a part of this journey for myself, Dustin jumped ship with me. Yeah, Because we were of. working for the same place. <laughs> the most spur, I would say spur of the moment, but probably yeah. one of the most like shooting from the hip decisions I have yeah. ever made. Like, yeah. we were both doing automotive. You came to me on like Monday and was like, hey man, I'm thinking about leaving, going to go be an electrician. And I'm like, that's cool. I think you should do that. And then on like Wednesday, you were like, <laughs> you should come with me. And yeah. I was like, I don't know anything about electricity. And you were like, neither do I. Yeah. And then I think on Friday, I was like, screw it. I'm in. Let's go. And exactly. we gave notice and was like out the door yeah. like a week later. Exactly. Like I think literally from Monday to Friday was my entire thought process of like, do I want to completely change my entire career path? I mean, to be Fuck fair... Fuck it, let's go. Yeah, dude, no shit. <laughs> yeah. to, be, to be fair... To be fair. To be fair. Um, your your career as an automotive technician wasn't, like, entirely embedded yet? No, not at all. Not in the slightest. So, it might have it might have made it... I mean, obviously, changing career paths in general just, like, is tough as fuck. Yeah. Because, you obviously, you decided to go a direction for a reason. Mm-hmm. And now you're just like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, and for me, it's I'm starting to get to the age where it's like yeah, I have to stop making changes. Yeah, it's and, like, and fucking stick to it. Stick to it because yeah. it's like I'm not I'm not 21 anymore. I'm not 22. Yeah. I'm not 23. It's like where you can just ah, I'm just gonna change my job. I'm just gonna yeah. change my job. It's like no, you got to start like kind of going down a path and like sticking that path, dude. You know what? Though? And that was like the biggest like hang up when you were like, no man, let's go, let's do it. It's gonna be awesome. We yeah. can go and like learn all this new stuff together. I was just like, I'm 30. I was like, I kind of got to pick a career and yeah, stay and on that at path. Least, and at stuff. least for a while. Yeah. That was, that's like my biggest, or was my biggest hang up. And literally in the time that we've switched now, I, I love it. Yeah. Dude, I was actually talking about this. So a little bit of a backstory, why we ended up going the electrical route. So I'm very, very deep rooted in the mechanical field. Um, I went to college for automotive technology. I graduated. I got my first, you know, job, like professional job as a as a technician. Like shortly after I graduated, so probably at the age of like nineteen, almost twenty, mm-hmm. and that's all I've been since then. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really kind of cared to be when I was younger. So my roots are heavily embedded in the in the mechanical field. Yeah. So. My brother, uh, since he was 17, had been an electrician. So, uh, of course, when he was 17, he wasn't actually legally allowed to be an apprentice electrician. But, you know what? They, you know, they let him let him through, and, you know, he did a lot of grunt work. Anyway, so uh, now, at this point in his career, he is surpassed, like... 90% of other people in in his career field. Yeah, his peers and even people who've been in the in the industry longer than him. Exactly. He's, he's surpassed. He's he's done amazing things. And, you know, he's a licensed journeyman. He's uh he's he's had his license as a journeyman for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um he's got what 14, 13, 14 years as a as an electrician and that's his license period. So um, he's got his. He's getting his master's. Um, we we have a commercial license. We have you know he's done it all. He's done from industrial 
to commercial to solar to residential. He's full spectrum electrical. And now with his uh, with his experience, he was able to coax us to kind of jump ship and join him to work for a company. I'm not gonna I'm mm, not gonna yeah. get into. I can't say names because I well first and foremost I do not want to get sued, <laughs> yeah. and I can't afford to get sued if I'm <laughs> honest. But um, we worked for a company. I'm not wearing a t-shirt or anything. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to make sure. But we worked for a company. That's not a hat, right? For no, me. no, no, okay. no. All right, <laughs> just checking. We worked for a company that um, at first was very. Honestly, kind of like it made me feel good. It made me feel comfortable, and and it really uh, made me feel good about my decision. Yeah, well, one hundred percent. Like starting with this company as a first year electrician, knowing that my brother, with his experience, was going to lead us and and guide us and teach us the ways to be, uh, you know, good electricians and and be successful in the field and that was one thing that like well aside from like the difference in pay long term i mean because you know the first jump was a little bit shocking to me but um long term it did it does pay off and that was kind of the big things like switching over was like one thinking about the long term Two, knowing that the person teaching me is is knowledge and experienced and mm. had the best intention for his employees. And three, that I uh, that I would be working for a company that, at the time, showed a really high interest in developing. Yeah. With what seemed to be uncapped potential. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seemed to be uncapped. Seemed to be. Well, everything about that place was uncapped, which was really nice. That was the yeah, that exactly. was the lucrative thing about when we switched. It was you could come in, you could work as many hours as, as you, you want, wanted. make as much money as you want, exactly. get as much OT as you want. It was like, cool, I can go over there. And really like make my own by like my own effort. Yeah, yeah. If I want to make more money, I just work more and I make the money yeah. that I'm going to make type thing. And there was no... There was no limitations set by the company. Yeah. Yeah, it was like you have to show up, you know, Monday through Friday from yeah, this exactly. time to this time. And anything else you wanted to do extra, they were like, sweet, we support you. This is yeah. awesome. Like, we want guys who work as much and as hard as you do and stuff like that. Exactly. And that was amazing. It was great. Because, of course, me and you having zero experience, honestly... Mm-hmm. I was, ner- I was nervous as hell every day. Dude. Literally, our first day, I was just shitting my pants the whole day. Like, someone would say something, and it was just coming through as, like, Mandarin Chinese. I was just like, Dude. I don't even know what you guys are asking me to do right now. <laughs> like, I was so lost. On, on our first day, I, I swear to God, I did not want to say anything. Plus, they... They split us up, which fucking sucked. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They... I was like, all right, I got a buddy in this. Let's fucking go. We're going to be clueless together. And they're like, hey, man, uh, we need you over here. And they're like, okay. And I go with them. And they're like, no, you're still here. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, when I didn't want to admit it on our first day, 
but I was fucking anxious, bro. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to, I didn't know who to talk to, who not to talk to, who was actually going to show me something, who was an apprentice, who was a journeyman, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. Was I learning, you know, bad habits from this person? And it, there was like, it, we were so busy. We started at such a shit time. Yeah. Yeah, we were right. We started in the middle of a project. Yeah, so... So it was like we were... And in a time crunch. Yeah, they were on a time crunch for a project that was behind schedule and was supposed to be finished earlier. Yeah. So it was like we walked in and they were 80% done and they should have been 120% done at that yeah, point. they should have been out, yeah. out the door. Out the door and they were just like, yeah, you two, go over here and do this. And I'm like, I don't know what you just said to exactly. me. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Or this is the classic like, hey, go grab gym and it's yeah. like who the hell is gym yeah. and then you're just walking around for 20 minutes and be like hey have you guys seen gym yeah or, or parts <laughs> yeah parts dude because like it's not like a run-of-the-mill like you know even even to a layman you know what as far as mechanical stuff goes you know what an alternator is you know what an engine looks like you know what you know mm-hmm. you know different things right very basic most people have heard of it but how many people have heard of, you know, H, uh, what is it, THHM or whatever? Mm-hmm. And pulling 373 DLO. And yeah, stuff like exactly. 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 I, I now know what 373 DLO is, but if you told me that on day one, I would have just walked out the gate. I would have just went yeah. home. I would have been like, I don't know. I can't, this isn't for me. Or, or uh, <laughs> what's, that, what's that shit called um, that we pull for the uh, RIPOs? The, it was like three-phase calm wire stuff oh shielded twisted pair yeah shielded twisted <laughs> shielded twisted pair double double strand single strand and yeah. triple strand yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> all that shit they're like hey man can you get a box of this and i was like yeah <laughs> i could go grab shit yeah i have never once like read oh. as many labels i like, know just just walking into the parts building and just being like no, that's not it. And that's then just going it, yeah. to the next one and just reading the label. Yeah. Even the simplest stuff, what I thought was going to be simple, like especially at that place, just the amount of different size wire. Yeah. Like I knew there was obviously just all the different sizes. Yeah. Like, I knew that going well, into sizes, it. Sizes and so, I mean, you got stranded, you get solid, you mm-hmm. got uh, aluminum, you got copper, you got, you know, all these different kinds of wire that are like extremely crucial mm-hmm. to whatever equi- for that yeah whatever equipment that we're using yeah and i'm like well the difference of like w- one gauge and one aught yeah yeah <laughs> didn't you pull a whole bunch of like one no that was rain it was oh okay was i was remember somebody like they did like all of the task and they were supposed to be using like one aunt and they used yeah. like one gauge and it was like three hours. He did it of- twice. <laughs> Shout out to Rain, dude. I love the guy. He's awesome. He's a, he's a sweetheart of a kid. Kind of hard headed and, and he's got some attitude, but he's an awesome guy. Yeah. Uh, Rain, hopefully you can hear this at one point. Maybe you could come on the show. It'd, it'd be awesome. But yeah, yeah, that <laughs> Rain, I think he did it twice because uh, he did it once when we were working with uh uh on the intel mm-hmm. like right before I, I left and then uh once when we were doing one of our amazons mm-hmm. and um yeah that was uh <laughs> that was funny he's yeah he made that mistake a couple of times excuse me but anyway back to day one the anxiety the frustration yeah the overall like just kind of 
being lost, like genuinely lost. Yeah. And it's not like most of the day. It's like 100% of the day. Oh, yeah. All all day long. All yeah. 10 hours we were there for that <laughs> whole first, I, I don't know, probably two weeks, honestly. Remember when our boss uh, started chewing someone out in front of <laughs> in front of you while you're sweeping? <laughs> I think that was literally like day two. Yeah. I still had no clue what I was doing. There was, like, nothing to be done for someone of, like, my level. So your brother was like, hey, just grab a broom and, like, sweep up. And I was like, all right, cool. I got that. Yeah. And so I swept up this, like, whole building that we were working inside of. And the last spot I had to sweep was where this argument was going on between three separate people, your brother being one of them, and these two other um, experienced electrician, apprentice, whatever level they might have yeah, been. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're high-year apprentices. Yeah, high-year apprentices and your brother, and they're having a very heated go-fuck-yourself argument. Yeah. Um, literally in, like, where I just need to sweep and then I can, like, leave and stuff like that. And, like, the head foreman, the head boss, like, yeah. walks in, looks at me, and he's just like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? And I'm like, ah, oh, nothing. You know, just, yeah, yeah, just, I'm, everything's good. And he was like, am I in your way? And I'm like, nah, nah, why? And he was like, well, you're not pushing that broom, so I figured <laughs> you might as well, I might be in your way or something. And I was like, oh, shit, my bad. And I just started <laughs> randomly started sweeping, like, areas i've already sweeping but like it's like my second day like what do i do i'm like no nah, i'm just waiting for these fucking assholes yeah, to yeah move. these guys to stop yelling at each other <laughs> yeah i'm just waiting for this super heated jerry springer argument yeah. to go away yeah, so that way like i can this, sweep you're the... not the father <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally and uh yeah i was like i didn't like and of course it was like my second day i was in no position to be like hey yeah move like, yeah get out of my way <laughs> yeah they're like, who the fuck is this <laughs> yeah. guy? I worked for the company for 11 hours yeah, at this exactly. point. <laughs> Dude, Jesus. Yeah, but he literally walked in and he was like, well, you ain't working. So I figured somebody had to be in your way. And I was like, oh, my bad. And I just like, <laughs> ran off to the corner and just like yeah. started sweeping. Dude. I. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I was there. Uh, thankfully, or not, I was uh, <laughs> on the building above yours. Doing nothing, <laughs> pretending to do something for hours. Because everyone's like, hey, man, uh, do you know how to do this? And I was like, no. And then I was like, uh, but, I mean, I, I'm willing to learn whatever you're willing to teach me. And they're like, oh, well, um, I'll get you on the next one, man. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, well, can you terminate or land these wires? And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, can you show me how? And they're like. Oh, I got you on the next one, man. I was like, fuck. Because, like, that was the shittiest part about starting when we started. Because everyone who was in there, well, for the most part, had enough experience to be useful. Mm -hmm. And two, was under such a, like, crazy rush mm -hmm. that nobody wanted to, like, slow down for a couple seconds to teach a shit. Yeah. Granted, there was a maybe two or three guys that yeah. did. Shout out to Carlos Ortega, fucking awesome guy. Um, he he took the time. Martin, yeah, also did. But yeah, Martin taught me a lot in those first few weeks. Yeah, so I mean, shout out to those two guys for sure. One hundred percent took the time to to show some shit. But uh, a lot of our first days there, and <laughs> was I mean, let's just tack on one, not knowing what we're doing, two, having those thoughts of. Did I make the right fucking choice? Oh, God, dude. Yeah, for real. Just being like, oh, do you think our old job is hiring? Yeah, do you dude. think they filled my position yet? Dude, I didn't have that choice. Okay. Yeah, so you... <laughs> I left my 
previous job, this, uh, this would be the second time. So I knew that was it. You know, there's no three star strikes. You're out. This is like, I'm done. I'm not going back to work for them. Yeah. They will not let me back. At least you still had the option and you still left a good impression. Yeah. So I, if anything, honestly, man, if all goes to shit, you still have that job there. Yeah. And I can guarantee it. I can guarantee that you still have that job there because you were in, you are now in what position I was in five years ago, mm-hmm. whatever, six years ago. But, uh, dude, it was insane to, to like think of all of these things that we were tacking on, all these different stressors. Yeah. On our first like week. I remember because we carpooled. Yeah. So that was our, that was our thing. Uh, Dustin and I would carpool to this job. We just meet at our local Costco and drive the 15, 20 minutes out to, uh, to the site. And that was our normal routine. And, um, what we did when we left was nothing more than like the world's biggest sigh exhale decompression. Just get in the car and just be like, Oh God. And I just be like, Hey, how was your day today? And he's like, I, I don't even know. And I'm like, okay, well, I had about the same exact day. Just, Dude, oh my god! Just driving for like 15, 20 minutes in, in just silence, in just pure, not even the radio playing. <laughs> just two guys sitting in a car, just staring out the windshield, just decompressing, refle- decompressing, yeah. and reflecting about every decision you made up to yeah, this I point. Yeah, like, fuck. <laughs> And then having everyone ask you throughout the day, like, oh, what's up, man? Like, how do you like it so far? And I'm just like, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, yeah. Dude. And I was like, does it get easier? And they're like, no, nah, it only gets harder. And I'm like, <laughs> you just wait till you have to do this. And I was like, mmm, sick. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Man. But then I felt like we started to catch on very. Yeah. It was uh, quickly. I mean, not everything, but I feel like the stuff that we were then handed, we were useful. We were useful. I feel like we hit a certain point after about, I would say maybe the two or three week mark where they could just be like, yeah, Hey, go land this box. And I could yeah. be like, okay, I got that. Yeah, dude. And one of the things, honestly, so, uh, I think I was there a total of what, like three months. It was like three or four months. Yeah. Um, but I will say that by the time um, probably our first month came along, I started to get to a point where I was useful enough and I knew what people were saying to me that I no longer just switched from doing what I was told to really trying to make what I was doing look pretty. Yeah. Because now I had something to, to base myself off of. Yeah. Like, granted, if someone told me to terminate this box, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, terminated the box. And then they're like, all right, well, technically it's terminated, but it looks like shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... Every wire is coming in from a different direction. Yeah, and I was like, well, it's fucking terminated. Tell me to terminate the box. And they're like, yeah, dude, you have to like think about your craftsmanship and i was like okay no. for everyone who's not an electrician terminating is literally just stripping a wire back and just putting it into the receptacle where the power or the signal to flow into the into device, the device that it is. Yes. it's literally just connecting a wire onto a 
device essentially to power or send information exactly exactly good good things yeah but um anyway so i started getting to the point where now that i knew how to do whatever task they were referring to to now making it look extremely professional and adding that like level of craftsmanship like making sure that like when you put box covers all your screws are facing the same direction Mm -hmm. and and when you terminate a box all your wires look like like they're sewn into it you know what i mean like yeah that nice like waterfall yeah so yeah it all like every Mm -hmm. wire looks like they have a perfectly beautiful direct path to the gear and whatever like i started getting to that point where like my my attention to detail got so much higher granted i i'm still like you know neophyte in this in in this industry like Mm. i have absolutely no idea to this day like in comparison to you know a licensed journeyman or a master electrician or you know so on and so forth but um i started realizing that it was more much more than just completing the task than it was to make it look good yeah so i mean the, there was like so many steps to get to that point and like i went from <laughs> the weird panicky freshman mm-hmm. to you know i i i was i was smart enough to be to to learn and be useful and i mean it, it same goes for you like um i say i honestly think that you picked up bending conduit a little bit quicker than i did i was actually just about to bring that up i was like on my last week there uh-huh. um I had to bend a whole bunch of conduit and yeah. it was, it was some pretty, I wouldn't say it was like ultra complex bends or anything like that, but it was a lot of like matching bends. Uh-huh. It was uh, like four, three quarters in a row mm-hmm. that all had to have the exact same like eight inch offset yeah. going up and then doing like back to back stuff, nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. It took me about half a, half a day worth, four or five hours to bend all probably fucking 10, 15 of these pipes and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I got done with it and I put it all up on the wall and put all the, put all the clamps up and stuff like that. And I stepped back and I was like, Oh, I'm taking a photo of this. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was crisp. Like I'm sure someone says like your brother could go in there and done it in like half the time. Yeah. And done it like that much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like for me only being there for three, four months and stuff like that, I, I did an entire wall and I was just like, Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That that's crisp. Like yeah. that was it was clean bends, like everything matched. Like I, I I took that photo and I was like, okay, I'm starting to get this. Yeah, dude. My my biggest my my honest to God biggest problem with bending conduit was I mean, I could bend conduit well enough to make it work. Yeah. But I have this weird thing where one, like, my boss is my brother. And Two, like I'm a little bit of perfectionist, and then three, like you, you're constantly kind of fighting the clock. Yeah. So, those all those things kind of contradicted me, and I would get super frustrated, mm-hmm. dude. Like I would bend the same bend over and over and over and just go through pipe and just fucking do it because it didn't look perfect, and then like sometimes I would bend something, and I would like show it to to him, and I'm like, hey man, like what's wrong with this one? He's like, it looks good. And to me, dude, to me, it never looked fucking good. <laughs> it was like, well, this, th- I, I know that it took me like fucking 30 minutes to do this like semi complex bend, but you could have done it in like fucking 
two or three pulls. Yeah. And made it look so much better. Yeah, sometimes, like, we would be under a crunch, and I would just hand a stick to your brother, yeah. and he would just whop, 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 and yeah. he would do this insane 270-degree bend yeah. and create this work Fucking of crazy art. crazy shit, yeah. And he wouldn't make one measurement. He yeah. wouldn't double-check his work along the way. He would just stare at the wall and go, all right, I got this. Yeah. And then he would just bust it out. And what would take me and you half an hour, 45 yeah. minutes, and... Con like pulling out multiple levels and tape yeah. measures and and double checking every measurement down exactly. to like the eighth of an inch. Your brother just eyeballs it and does it in three minutes, maybe. Exactly. And I'm just like, oh my god, that's that's the where the experience comes in. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, I got I got a lot better at bending conduit towards the end of my time there. But I I remember my first day, um, where I actually had to bend. Like when we first got those new units that rolled out, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, every, this is a bare walls. You guys have to do everything." And uh, I was so intimidated by that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was so, from walking in and seeing what the what the product was at like the eighty percent mark, yeah, and stuff like that. There's so much, like, shit. and like I re- like we were in those units and they were packed with all this pipe and all this all the generators equipment and equipment and, and everything. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they gave us the fresh units, and I realized how. All of it had has to... to be made by us. <laughs> I was like, like when we le- when we left automotive, and you were like, "Yeah, man, we're gonna go be electricians." In my mind, I had this like really like narrow view of like, okay, we're gonna go and we're just gonna only touch wire. Yeah, oh, like and... like rope houses or something. Yeah, basically, like I was like, we're only going to touch wires. Like yeah. that's it. And then we went there, and they gave us those fresh units, and I was like. Oh, we doing like full blown like construction Everything, from yeah. the ground this up, is that, dude. <laughs> Industrials, no fucking joke. Yeah. You make it. Yeah, you, you, have... you build. Yeah, if it's not there, you're building it. Yeah, exactly. From like raw material. Yeah, shit, one hundred percent raw material, dude. It was insane. Yeah, no. When those fresh units rolled out, and there was just it was just four walls and a ground, and they were like everything else you have to build. I was like fuck oh god <laughs> yeah dude and then after that when we finished those first ones where we like uh, sh- where we got to go from zero to a hundred and we're like okay this is what it looks like that next set of fresh units i was so pumped for them yeah because i was like oh my god this yeah, is so like you fun- know you already know i know everything that we have to do and i knew what i messed up last time so now i know when i need to bend this complex mm, you know crazy bend whatever. and stuff like that yeah i can do it better or i can try to do it faster or whatever i was gonna do but you know, yeah, literally just from one unit to the next, I went from being scared shitless to being like, oh, let's fucking he- go. oh hell yeah, this yeah. is going to be fun as hell. Dude, I had a I had a kind of different view on it because, um, I mean, granted, I still had the same thing as, as you, like you, I was, I was excited mm-hmm. to, to do this other shit, but the, the thing of it was that there's so much work that goes into building what we were building mm-hmm. that, um, in the amount of time that we were there, we hadn't have we hadn't done everything yet. No, like there was so much that goes on that you know someone's really good at doing this, someone's really good at doing that, and they kind of just like you know everyone does their their own kind of specialty shit. Yeah, you do. You have your you have your ten tasks that you do on a unit, and they're yeah. not always consecutive. Exact task. So you'll do step A, D, and G. Yeah, exactly. And like, everyone oh, else. Oh, we don't have such and such uh, gear or equipment so we'll skip that but we'll run pipe and then you know whatever's running pipe you don't need a whole crew running pipe and they're like all right uh we need you guys pulling the wire 
you guys do light. Uh, you guys can hang these boxes or these panels. And mm-hmm. so there's like everyone's kind of doing some different shit. And my biggest thing uh, going into that was like I wanted to do it all. Yeah. So every unit that we did, I tried to do different stuff. The only thing that I did uh, repeatedly was terminate those junction boxes. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I, and that's where I kind of like, I kind of felt comfortable and then like getting more attached to my craftsmanship, and mm-hmm. making things look pretty. Terminating, I actually, I feel really comfortable doing. Like I feel yeah. like I do well. But the all the other stuff is like, okay, I haven't done this. So let's try. And I felt like that is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, one, it is a good thing because you're always challenging yourself to do something differently. Mm-hmm. But two, kind of sucks when, one, if you fuck it up, you get frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, or two, if, you know, superiors, especially in that place, because it was such a toxic fucking place. Yeah. Someone sees that you fuck something up, that you're a hundred percent going to get shit for it, mm-hmm. and not just like haha, like you fucked this up. Like people will legitimately like see you as less for not doing it well. People will push for your termination exactly on on stuff that you were like, hey, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, but like I'm a- gonna give it my all, and they're like, and then you mess it up, and they're like. Yeah, you should fire this guy. <laughs> yeah, you should probably let that guy go. Fuck. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so. And that was my thing, like, uh-huh. talking about how that place turned toxic relatively quickly. I mean, we only worked there for about four months. Yeah. And in that time, we went from being. Excited. To, ex- to scared go. to excited to enjoying work to being like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Exactly. In such a short period of time when you really yeah. think about it. But it would be like, yeah, so like we, we had the first units where we had no idea what we were doing and they were almost done. And then the second units that we were clueless, but we figured it out. And then you got the third units and we were like, all right, we're going to learn and stuff like that. And I remember by the time we were leaving, it would be like, it, like how you were saying, you don't, you don't do everything. You just started to get put into your individual task that you started doing well yeah. and you just repeat it. And near the end, when people started leaving and stuff like that, and it would left more work on me and you yeah, exactly. and guys of our level and stuff like that. They'd be like, "Hey, have you ever have you ever ran this cable from this unit to that unit?" And be like, "No, I've never done this." And they'd be like, "This is your fifth unit. How have you never done this?" And it's like, "Well, we used to work on a crew of twelve guys. Yeah, and now, now we're on a crew four. of three of us. Yeah, uh, I didn't do all of the work last time. Yeah. Like that was eight other guys' job. Now I have to learn. So yeah, this might be my fifth unit, but like, yeah, does not mean I've touched this." Area and this is also this. my third month in the trade. <laughs> this is my 89th day exactly. doing this job. Like, exactly. when you really put it down into, like, days and hours, you're just like, yeah. like, you've been doing this for, like, I've been doing this for 89 days. I've been doing this for 97 days. Like, and like I don't know shit. In comparison to, like, what a journeyman is, is what, 10,000 hours? Uh, Yes, 10,000 hours. We had, what, 250? Yeah, at that point, we had 250. <laughs> and that's 10,000 just to get your journeyman to uh, apply to apply to take the test to To become a journey to prove so like your brother oh my god i would love to actually know how many hours your brother has Uh, yeah (laughs) because he has 13 hours or 13 years as a journeyman as a journeyman so he had his ten thousand hours before yeah 
and then 13 years of working yeah. all of the time because yeah. your brother doesn't take days off and stuff. Uh, like yeah, your brother's insane. Like, you know, yeah. I would love to know what that hour count goes up to. Is it 13 years as a journeyman? Let's see. He's 30 years old. That would, no, that, that's 13 years total. That's 13 years in the trade. Yeah. So it's going to be. He's, 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 he's about to be 31. Yes. So he's going on his 14th year because he started at 17. So it's 10 years of journeyman. 10 years of journeyman. Yeah, because it's four years of being an apprentice. Yeah. Well, yeah, roughly. Yeah, depending on how much you work and timing yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah, roughly three to four years of apprenticeship. Yeah. He's a journeyman like eight different states, too. Damn. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because some of those guys at that place weren't even a journeyman in one state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, so since then, we have left that place. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say we were both are still doing electrical. We are working. Mostly. I'd say, yeah, we were or, working. I guess not, not for me, but. Yeah, I'd say we were both working for separate companies now. I'd say I'm still doing electrical, very different electrical. Yeah, that's the that was the crazy thing. So going so, in. Hold on, I, but before you before you tell yes us what what you're doing now, can you tell us what that segue was uh, of of ending to starting this new career? Sorry, real quick, do you have a, a hard out? No. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I do have to finish up around two two thirty ish, but uh, we have time. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So when that place turned unbelievably toxic. Mm-hmm. And it was just, they started laying people off. I could have, I, you knew, you saw me on those days. Oh, yeah. I thought we were done. Yeah. I thought we were on that list. Yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought we were at the door. I thought, I thought my name was on a pink slip. 100%. Like yeah. every day I went in just being like, all right, I'm going to get my pink slip. And then we'd make it to lunch and be like, okay, well, they're going to give me my pink slip when after we get back from lunch. Uh-huh. And then they didn't. And like every day for like five, for like five straight days. I thought yeah. we were getting fired and laid off. Dude. And I was so, uh, yeah, I, I was so worried. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I was so worried. Um, but we survived. We survived a layoff season. Um, and it just did not get better. It just kept on getting more and more toxic and everything of that sort. Um, people yelling at you for no reason. People, uh, expectation management was not a thing there. They would expect guys with, you know. 80 days of experience to be having the knowledge of guys with eight years yeah, of experience. Like a, like a third year. Yeah. It just there, everything about that place just started all of the, you know, when you start a new job and everything looks great. Yeah. yeah. And then the longer you're there, you're like, Oh wait, that, no. that glisten, that sheen kind of wears off. Yeah. The, the, the shine wears off and the shit starts to show. That's a hundred percent what that was. Like, yeah. I don't think anything about that place really, really changed from day one. To the day we left. Yeah. I think we just started to stop being scared of our own shadow and starting going like, wait, this place is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, well, I think there's I think there's part of both. Because uh, before, you know, the shit really started to roll downhill, mm-hmm. um, there was like a, there was like some key events that had happened that had never happened before. Yeah. And then uh, that was kind of our our signal to like yeah like extreme micromanagement ex- yeah and, and but selective though only micromanagement Ex- of certain um, peoples and crew and stuff. Let's like that. just say it it was our crew. It was one hundred percent our crew. It was our crew. Our crew had a target on our back for some reason, still unknown to this day. Yeah. Um, and other crews with 
people who had more experience with way with less production with less production and way less work ethic got away with murder yeah and then we were getting timed on our 15 minute breaks and if we were taking a 16 minute break yeah we were threatened to get a pink slip by the end of the day because we took 60 seconds longer of a break if we were laughing and joking while we're working, while we yeah, are while working, tools in hand, doing a yeah a task, someone cracks a joke, haha, blah blah, and someone happens to walk by while we are laughing. It doesn't matter if you're drill hand 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 like putting up equipment, doing something, and they're like, oh yeah, they're goofing off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so all of that starts to happen, and I'm like, all right, I just got to be out of here. I've, I've worked enough shitty jobs and enough good jobs to this point in my mm. life that I'm like, I'm not going to stick around for a shitty job. Yeah. Like, I like I know when my time is up it's at a place. It's not beneficial enough. No, it's not. It's, life is too short to be fucking miserable all the damn yeah. time. Like, it sucks. Um, And so it was actually really kind of serendipitous, actually, kind of on how my situation worked. Uh. My wife was changing career fields as well, and she went in for an interview at a place to be uh, an accountant for a construction company um, that dealt primarily in electrical, and just she was doing her normal interview, just talking about herself and everything like that. And during the course of the interview, when she's talking to the HR person, she mentions that her husband is an electrical apprentice, and they go, oh my God, we're hiring for electrical apprentices here. Take yeah. this application, please, and, give it, and give it to your husband. Like yeah. we would love to have him have an interview as well. And so yeah, so I like I was planning on leaving the place where we were at, the really toxic uh-huh. place. Um, but I hadn't put out really any any feelers yet, any applications. It was all just like an idea in the back of my head mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. Came home from work one day, and she literally just hands me this application. She goes like, hey, here you go. Like I interviewed here. I think it's great. These people seem awesome. Like. You know, put your put your name in, out there and see what they say and stuff like that. Yeah. So I went and I did that interview, and they ended up being really cool people and stuff like that. And I took the interview, and it was it went really well. And they offered me a position and stuff like that. And I took about uh, about a week to think about it. Um, and during that week, it the, the the previous job, the toxic job, just got way worse. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, this is perfect. I was like. They sent me an offer. This place is going to hell in a handbasket. I was like, yeah. I'm and out. And you were able to go there with uh, a member of our crew. Yes, yes. I There was another guy, uh, Ryan, uh, mm. Big Ryan. Big shout, guy. Shout out, big shout guy. out to Raga. Yeah, Raga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I went to that interview, and I told him about it. I was like, hey, man, and I'm like, this is looking really good. Everything's working out great. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, I think you should probably send him your resume. And so he uh-huh. sent it to him. And they same thing. They offered him. Uh, they, he went to an interview. They offered him a job on the spot type thing, and so we both thought about it for a week. And we were at work at the uh, the toxic place, and uh, we called the our new place uh, together. Like yeah. he called the HR girl and was like, "Hey, I would like to accept the job application." Yeah. Oh, and by the way, he, here's Dustin, and he just handed <laughs> me his cell phone, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, I would also like to, to accept, accept your job. job. <laughs> so yeah, so we kind of like did the step bros thing where yeah, they're like yeah. sitting in the chair like behind Dude. each other, like yeah. hello, like we basically did that. Dude, I did that too. <laughs> I, no, but like we went into the interview together. So, <laughs> all right. So before I tell you guys what I'm doing right now. Um, Hold on, I, I want you to finish. I want you. To yeah, finish. so yeah, so we, so yeah, so we both like called the HR woman like on the same phone call. And we both accepted it, and like literally the next Monday we started 
um, work. And so, yeah, so we're both still doing electrical. Very different. We went from industrial electrical to, to, residential? to residential new build. So it's not even service stuff like yeah. that. So it's very different. Um, but it's funny, like how we how we were saying, like day one of the of the first job we were at, uh-huh. like just completely clueless, scared, and stuff like that. Yeah. And with just in those like three four months of experience of that, like I walked into day one at this at my new job, and like, like I was nervous. Obviously, new yeah. job, don't know anyone there. Yada yada exactly. yada. Like I gotta like make new connections with all exactly. these people, all the normal like social anxieties and stuff like that. But like I walked in and I was like. All right, what are we doing? Like yeah. I was like, I got this. I was like, yeah. I don't know what we're doing, but I know that I'm. But useful. if I could do everything I just did for the past four months, like yeah. anything you have for me, pff, yeah. easy, exactly. I got this. And so yeah, so it's it's been working out really well. I've been there for about a month now, and it's it's yeah. fun. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, dude. I'm clueless, but you know, I'm not as clueless as I was six months ago. That's fucking awesome. Hey, are you guys like roping houses like before uh, drywalls up and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm on what is known as a rough-in crew, and so it's just framing. Uh, framing is done. Uh, plumbing should be done um, when <laughs> plumbers get their act together. Yeah. Um, and then HVAC is done as well. And it's, so it's just frames and studs, and we go in, drill all the holes, we run all the wires, we rope everything in, we do all the home runs back to the circuit breakers and stuff like that. We do everything we can. Um, we don't terminate the main breaker panel. Mm. Um, and then the, then the drywall guys come in, Flooring comes in, they paint the house, they put carpet down. Um, they basically get the house to about like the 95% mark. Yeah. And then what a, tr- a trim crew comes in, and then they actually put all like the receptacles in, your switches, your lights, your ceiling fans. Mm-hmm. They do that, and then they have a crew that comes in afterwards that then does all like the little like the touch up paint and yeah. puts your baseboards on, stuff like that. And then the house is basically ready for the, for the customer to move in. Sick. Yeah. So I'm like the. After framing, I'm like the third step after that on a rough-in crew. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot easier? Uh, It's easier in the sense of what we're physically building. Mm-hmm. Um, The pace is way harder. Yeah, it's way, fast? Way faster. Yeah. Way, a single house in a day. Really? Yeah, like how like we went from like... What's a the y- square footage, usually? Okay. What's going on? What's up, guys? It's Juan. As you can tell, this wasn't the ending to the episode that we initially intended it to be. I had a family emergency. Don't worry, everyone's okay. But I had to leave immediately, and we couldn't finish the episode. But don't worry. We're going to jump right back in where we were before. And as always, be safe and stay thirsty. Thank you.